how many minutes should I put on the clock, Scar, for uh, the episode one? Um, I mean, it, it, it shouldn't take that long. It shouldn't. Brandon, are we good with 45, Brandon? I forgot I was on mute. Uh, yeah, I'm good with 30. <laughs> so this shouldn't take that long. I mean, we should let's be see, to... Let's see if we can knock it out. Okay, okay. We're going to challenge ourselves. This is where we are now, listeners. Hi, welcome to Return to Oswald. I'm Derek. That's Scar. That's Brandon. We're literally in a challenge round to get through this last fucking season. So, 35 minutes on the clock and go. Why the fuck is Harold Perrineau's name still in the fucking credits? I was mad as fuck. I know you told me that he was still the uh, narrator. I didn't believe it till I saw it. And then all of a sudden he was like, and announcing my special guest, fucking Leon. Yeah. And why the fuck did they let Leon sing? They let like, Leon sing. <laughs> it's like, why did they let Leon sing? And I then, like, and then, and then nobody uh, come to see you, Otis? And then, and then, of course, on the next episode, they let uh, Shirley Bellinger is back. Yes, yes, which, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. Um, Murphy walks in and sees McManus making a meditative maze. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because it's actually shown up in both of these new episodes, and it made me mad both times. Because, like Murphy said, nigga, there's no walls on this maze. They can cheat, but none of the inmates cheat. Like, they literally are just walking the path. And Burr walks it for, like, two days straight till he figures out the way out. Nigga, I was like, yo, you put this shit in the middle of the new court? Like, why did you put the this new, in the new old court, spot? Right? The new court. Like, where, where, what happened to the old court? Why could you put this shit there? Like, what? and then, like, when, when Burr was in there, and uh, I don't know if it was this episode or the second episode. That's the next one. Yeah. Okay. But like it's just like, yo, dog, like you put this on the, in the middle of the new court? Like, 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 did you get clearance for this, McManus? Did you? McManus does whatever the fuck he wants to But this isn't no M City. But it's not M City. That's why I'm asking because he's just painting in the middle of the communal gym. And yeah, if somebody's walking on the communal on that meditative maze, and folks are like, yo, we want to play basketball. There ain't no cameras in there to save you, dog. Niggas get shanked. So um, while they were cleaning out Augustus's footlocker, they found a box that says, do not open until six months after my death. So now we know it's been six months to the day of Augustus's death. Nigga, nigga, I said, okay, so first of all, it's been six fucking months and Burr still this fucked up. Right. Um, And then like, just he lost his son. That's like his so son. Mm, no, no, yeah, don't do you, that. Don't don't do but that. But you had you had six months of processing in in prison where you ain't got too much other time to do anything else. Like you you had six months to process this, dog. Like it's it's been six months. Like I can see like the the episode picks up and it's 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 weird, but the 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 fucking episode picks up as if it's it's been six days. Yeah, I mean, after six days, I can understand if you're still walking around humming the tune of tearing up my heart. But after six months, nigga, get a job. Exactly. For real. For real. If you're in there after a week, like, it's tearing up my heart. Like, I, I'm okay with that. It's Motherfucker, grow up. up my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so this motherfucker, um, Chucky, it's, it, he's alive. Why is Chucky just getting out? It's been six fucking months he's been in the hospital. And he still got a limp. Yeah. The nigga still running 
running to the side like like a glitching nigga in Call of Duty. He's still <laughs> like his and like I know he got stabbed up, but like yo, come on, dog. Like it's been six months. You ain't healed that shit in six months. I know you've been sick in in other ways, and maybe that maybe an infection will do that. But like, come on, dog. It's been six months. You just getting out of the fucking nah, hospital. fam. I didn't know Mercer did that to niggas. I did not know Mercer will make you slide to the left. <laughs> slide to the left right that's what he had <laughs> yes the, 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 he the, had mercy everybody clap your hands like that nigga was literally like uh that nigga was doing the humpy dance first i limped to the side like my legs <laughs> broken <laughs> chucky yeah. ran out like this oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so um Oh my god! And then he, they, start, he started to move. It was just like his whole body was like, "Slow down, dog!" Right? He, he started moving, and his body was like, "Not yet." <laughs> so this nigga, um, Burr goes to use the maze because um, his body straight up did a did uh, Jay Farrell's version of Kanye. Hold on, fam! Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we're not gonna make the 30 minutes bro i'm gonna make 30 minutes i'm gonna make thir- i put it on 35 i'm good I, I accounted for this so okay saeed goes in there and talks to burr who's still mourning inside is like yo if you're gonna be a leader to these men you're gonna need to pony the fuck up like saeed wasn't here <laughs> if i find myself in this place or i am lost forever bitch that was a and, long and, time and, ago. Why yo, are you bringing up old shit? It's, it's been, <laughs> and like, like I said, this shit is this. They are acting like it's been six days. Like, yo, you, you in six months, none of these motherfuckers could come up with a better idea of who should be leading. Now that our 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 leader lost his son and feels this way about everything in life, in six months, y'all can come up with a better fucking idea. And nobody in the group could come up with, hey, let's be empathetic. Like, nobody, everybody's like, fuck this nigga, move him out the paint. Okay. Okay. I, I, and also, Poet still ain't dead. Like, at some point, you would think he would have kept investigating because McManus told him the Sicilian dude didn't poison your boy. Exactly. So, these are all questions. Also, um, Burgos, and he used the meditative maze for the first time, and he doesn't make it. Like, how the fuck don't you make when you can literally look over and see the next step? But I digress. Um, and then Leon shows up, skinning and grinning. This nigga's just happy to be on the show. And um, I was happy to see him. I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 different seeing Leon talking at any time. But the nigga came in talking about Greek mythology, and that's where I got a problem. When a brother died, he just got on a boat crossed the river Styx and went to a place called Hades. Now, everybody went to Hades. It didn't matter how good or how bad you were. It's a place we all just got our groove on. But the Greeks, they understood. Just having lived, just having gone through the sheer shit of getting up and going through a whole day was enough to earn eternal reward. The lie detector test detected, that's a lie. You punk bitch. There were levels in Greek mythology because Elysium was heaven and it was reserved only for people who died in battle. 
Hades is hell. Yeah, I went and looked because I play Hades and I love Greek mythology. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah, I play I play God of War like everybody else. Yeah. So yeah, nah, he's wrong. Um, and so Claire is literally fucking everybody down the line in solitary, I guess. And now she's moved to Martinez. Um, and everybody in solitary is like, she's fucking Martinez, and Pender is like, she he must want a telephone call. And like dude, really, Claire, dude, how is she still here? Do they get phone calls? I don't know. But how does how do none of them say, hey, get me out of solitary and I'll tell you about a uh, a CO that's neglecting her duties to give up the booty. But I mean, I, I guess and a lot of the um, what we didn't mention for the narration um, is this going to be a theme this season. Um, the theme this season is death. There's going to be a lot of death. Yeah, I've noticed already. And so the pleadings, everybody at this time uh, in solitary gets to plead to get out of solitary. Didn't know they did that. But the pleadings begin. And um, the nigga who stabbed Martin Montgomery said Montgomery didn't even die. He just can't sing anymore. <laughs> That's I a good plea. I laughed. He ain't even dead. Um Omar White There's plenty, li- plenty of niggas in Oz who didn't who got in fights but didn't kill the person. They're not the solitary. War- the warden was on by the whole fucking yeah, time. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh Omar White walked in and got the bye immediately. Like he didn't even say shit. He just looked around and the warden was like, eh. and um Alrev's like, I don't even know why I'm in here. I don't even know why I'm on this motherfucking track. Um, like nobody was getting anything past the warden for this. Uh, for these. Here's another thing about the warden. He stayed defending these trash ass COs, and every time an inmate does something to a CO, he don't never ask what the CO did. Nope. Never. It's never like because he's not employing the inmates, and as we can tell by what he did to Artis and what he did to his wife, he does not care about people. He cares about his bottom line. Yep. Also, where the fuck is Floria? Don't now that I've gone two episodes of this season and all the last season where she popped up like twice, where the fuck is Floria? They should have, they, they just wiped away that storyline where it looked like they were about to fuck. And I needed to see them fuck. It's probably, probably some deleted scenes somewhere. So McManus petitions for Alvarez to get out of solitary, but not Omar. And Claire says if Omar does something for her, she'll help him out. And she's thinking, I'm a fucking black dude. But then he's like, I don't feel good. And he barks all over her shoes. So now she's like, get out the shoe shining kit, boy. The Camp Town <laughs> Lady sing this. <laughs> the Camp Town Lady. And so um, after that, we see that Chico is fighting with a random inmate named Torres, and I don't give a fuck about any of that. Because the opening episode of each season has gotten progressively worse, in my opinion. Yes. Um, and McManus tells Chico that if he continues to fuck with Alvarez, because Alvarez is getting out of solitary, if he continues to fuck with Alvarez, Chico's going to solitary. He's going to stay there permanently. So they make it. He basically pulls uh, the, your, what your mama would do. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, look, if he gets in trouble, you in trouble. You know, you know what I mean? Like, your, your, your brother, your brother is really, really like you. 
if I hear that you even touched him while I'm at work, if he calls me and says you touched him at all, just go get the belt and whoop yourself. Because <laughs> when I get home, <laughs> I'm on your ass, so you may as well warm it up for me. That's the conversation my mom used to have with my brother because my brother used to chase me around the house with a knife. That sounds like a brother. I thought you yeah. said you didn't know kids that did anything crazy. No, not what? No, I said I don't know kids that do anything crazy. You know what? Fuck mm-hmm. you, Brandon. So yeah, anyway. Exactly. I mean, he chased him with a knife. He said he stabbed a nigga like that. No, yeah, okay. He didn't burn down his room or anything. And look, I already said I don't give a fuck if you like Junior. Like Junior. I don't give a shit. I, I wasn't even talking about Junior. I could, talking be talking about junior. About, I could be talking about any white kid in a movie. Really? So you're saying that I just don't like kids because they're white? I'm just saying you don't like. No, I'm saying you don't. I, like I feel white like you're saying kids. I don't. I, I don't like white kids. Scar, yes. Scar. Yes. Tell Brandon that I'm a basketball coach of primarily white kids. You got um, white friends. That doesn't mean you actually like white kids. Damn it, Scar. I mean, because I mean, I am a father. I hate kids. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> there's, look, there's, look, there's levels to this shit. Look, white people, I'm not about to lose the goodwill that we built up in all these episodes with y'all motherfuckers. Your kids are probably dickholes, but that's okay because I don't have to deal with them. The white kids that I know are cool. Mm-hmm. 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 So I think I think that's like any kid though. If you know a kid and you fuck with that kid, not like that. But if you if you You're... actually spend time with that kid, you are like, I will tolerate this kid. This kid's cool. Every other the kid co- is is shitty. Yes, the kids you coach are one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Shut up, Brandon. Try <laughs> to get a nigga fired. I can't be fired from AAU. So um <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know a couple of good white kids. <laughs> Swing. <movie. laughs> so, um, Morales then asked Chico if he's really cool with Miguel, and Chico's like, "Did you ever lose your appetite for drama?" And Morales like, "Yeah, when well, my sister died, but now it's back because Oz." Yeah. Also, Chico, uh, during this time, I'm pretty sure he left to go film Burn Notice because he had to cut his beard and mustache off for that show, and it's still gone when he gets back. Um. And I think that Dexter has started at this time because Morales and Dr. Nathan are both looking like they have been out in the Miami sun for a while, uh, along with surprise motherfucker who doesn't even show up. Oh, yeah, he died. Yeah, he died already. So Rebido is mourning his grandson's death. And Rebido's like, can I go work in the library? And we're about to have a love relationship get started between him and the new librarian who's from Boston. Um, Timmy Kirk is on death row. Okay, hey, Boston. I just wanted to say that. Oh, yeah, wow. there, there's okay. literally a, a story. Um, How come Rebido hasn't gotten parole? Because he murdered somebody. He, and he then was, he, remember, was he, he, was, he was supposed to be executed. He was executed. And he didn't die because the power went out. So he's so he's there forever. It's like it's like life without people the, in they, eyes they, but they commuted it, got parole. But they commuted it to life without the possibility of parole for him. Yeah, because he but was all he did something. was kill one person in the fifties, and he was white. I don't remember because of that dude. Because of that dude that they tried to get the fucking uh, bone marrow from. He's mixed with a few things. Yes, but the yeah, guy his he grandson was... is mixed with a few things. Yeah, but some of that come from him. Yeah, the white part. 
So, so. And they, they um, got to be something else in there because you know he did, he did he. I mean, he's he's an old man, but is it's not like he aged like porridge. No, he you looks know? he looks fine. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, the next thing that happens is that Timmy Kirk is on death row, and he believes that he can't die. He believes that he's Satan. Um, and then um, <laughs> no, Timmy Kirk I, wants to see him. <laughs> Our uh, Father Ray comes back from Bench the Memorial after six months, I guess. And uh, Timmy Kirk wants to go see him. And Father Ray's like, nah, fuck that nigga. I hope he dies. And so he goes and he tells Timmy straight to his face, I'll be here when you die, bitch. Right. Because at this point, Timmy Kirk is going to be executed. Mm-hmm. Like, and so you know, he's now in death soon. row. And real so um, that night, Keller wakes up because Cyril's also in death row along with Keller. And Keller wakes up in the middle of the night and hears <laughs> I told you. Cyril. I told you. I told y'all. Here's Cyril getting a pep talk from Jericho. What you have to remember is that this is about power. You cannot let these people take your power away from you. Remember, Cyril, you are the center of the universe. What the fuck you looking at? I told you he was Roy. So here's the here's the thing. Is Jericho Chucky? No, Jericho's Roy. Who's Roy? From Primal Fear. Primal Fear. Oh, right, 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 right. No, because he's manifesting through the puppet. Um, and, and literally manifesting through a puppet and saying shit that he wouldn't say if the puppet wasn't on his hand. When the puppet is on his hand, he no longer has developmental delays. Yeah, it's weird. It's wild. Like even oh, if I um, even if I'm talking with a hand puppet on, I'm still gonna sound like me, and I'm still gonna have the same issues that I have without the hand puppet. But when he has a hand puppet on, all of a sudden he's talking like he's fucking Dean Winters. Little brother, um, um, it gets worse. Okay, I know. I know at least one scene where it gets worse. So, um, Kirk, you know tells, what was interesting about this episode? Nothing. To actually hear the word "retarded" used in a medical yes frame. Yes, <laughs> I've not of heard that. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, was, that was like it was so weird for me. I was like, oh yeah, that actually used to be a legitimate. Medical term before people turn it into a pejorative. Yes. Thank you, I, black eyed peas. That's not a that's not a word I use. And even for the black eyed peas, I like I like the I like the clean version. Man, Nisha never knew what let's get it started, what the song really sounded like. And she was so hurt when I played <laughs> the real version for her. And y'all niggas might think I mean back in 2010. I literally mean like three months ago. <laughs> she did not know and she was so hurt like why would they do that <laughs> and I was like there's a reason why they never tell anybody that they have this real version this real version went upstairs like Judy Winslow never to be returned again 
right? I still don't understand that reference. And I watch Family Matters. Because the sister went upstairs one day and then she was never on the show again. She just never came back downstairs. Yeah. Did anybody ever explain it like behind no. the scenes about it's, the show? No, it's the it same was, as Pastor Dylan. They it never was, explained it. it. They never explained it on the show. She just, all of a sudden, she just didn't exist on the show at all. Because I mean, Urkel took her time up, they said. Yes, because Urkel was supposed to be a one-off character, and then people liked him so much they kept him around. But they and cut like, the budget by cutting her out. Yeah, we got too, we got too many kids. If Urkel, oh shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that. So yep. they took the job of a young woman, a young black girl, and gave it to a young black man. Which... And, then, and then tried to blame it on her mom, saying her mom was difficult. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot of stuff behind it. Yeah. So um. And then they had a fucking reunion and they didn't even call her. They didn't invite her at all. (laughs) She got treats worse than uh, Janet. uh, What's her face? Hold on, y'all. We can make this. I got 14 minutes left. Kirk is full of shit. He's saying he's possessed by the devil and he needs an exorcism. And Ray's like, fuck you. You know you're trying for for an insanity plea. And so Kirk's like, all right, I tried. Next step. He tells the Monsignor that Father Ray molested him and Ray gets suspended pending investigation. Hey, at least the Catholic Church is taking it serious. Yeah, but then Ray starts praying specifically. Like my mom used to say, if you want something, pray to God specifically. And at that point in time, Ray starts praying very specifically. And uh, Ryan's mom got her hair did. She wants to do a play for Oz. She wants to do Macbeth. Her name's Suzanne, by the way. Didn't know that. They say her name a lot over these next couple episodes. Uh, Father Meehan opens up his trap and turns out he knows all the words to be Macbeth. So Suzanne is going to ask him to do it. Uh, Ryan tells Father Meehan that what he really wants is an 18-year-old virgin. I was going to ask what he was in jail for. Was that what he was in jail for? No, he no, not uh, no. Father Meehan Father doesn't Meehan. want an 18-year-old virgin. Brian O'Reilly wants an 18-year-old virgin. Oh, Brian wants an 18-year-old yeah. virgin. Father Meehan was it was it was he was leading some sort of a protest. Right. Mm-hmm. And and assaulted a cop. Yeah. So he basically got a black lives matter prison sentence. Yeah, yes. more or less. And so um so he's probably the best person in us. Him and beat you. <laughs> Never long. Um. <laughs> and so uh, they pass a law saying that those folks with uh, mental or uh, mental delays, developmental delays, cannot be executed. You have to be 18 or younger when the developmental delay manifested. So because Cyril wasn't born until his late 20s. That's stupid. I'm sorry. That's fucking dumb. Okay, let's go. Come on. I mean, just just because he wasn't this at 18 doesn't mean that he's not this now and he is in, in he is unfit to be fucking killed now. Well, like, you know, I mean, I would have been right there with you agreeing, except for the fact that we're privy to hearing this nigga talk at night. <laughs> <laughs> You're the center you. of the universe. Motherfucker, what? What'd you yeah. say, Cyril? You're the center of the universe, Cyril. We never, we never really found out what happened in those other, uh, those other court 
uh, sessions. Like maybe after he got that puppet, maybe Jericho spoke up. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost certain Jericho took the stand. And when they were like, what do you have to say, sir? He was like, away from you. Remember, Cyril, you are the center of the universe. What do you mean by that, sir? What are you looking at? <laughs> That's the best part. Keller's like, what the fuck? And he looks over too long. And the crazy thing is, Cyril looks over and then the puppet fucking looks over. That's that's it. What the fuck you looking at? <laughs> the puppet looked over. <laughs> so it's um, like he looked first and then the puppet was like, this nigga here. Uh, <laughs> then we find out that Glenn Shoup uh, was convicted on 422.99 of manslaughter. He's got 15 yeah. years, but he's up for parole in eight. It's Nigga kill somebody with a fucking dart. Like a regular that's, ass dart. That's what I was going to say. Like it went through somebody's skull. Like a bar dart. How strong was And it you were like two feet away from this nigga. And you threw a dart that drove through his skull and hit his brain and killed him? How strong was it? I mean, maybe lo- losing an arm didn't really hurt. <laughs> I mean, that nigga was this mad. Martin Montgomery. Like, I don't know what the bar guy did to him, but he literally flared up and nah, threw a dart through nah. his goddamn head. Nah, that was an older man. That was a fuck you, dad, right there. Oh, right, right. You got me. You, you know what? I forgot about my nigga Andrew. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> That's how he was feeling inside. That you know nigga I mean? picked up was, the dart and just fuck you, dad. And he was right. He was he was in that mode, and then he was like, he was in that O'Reilly. Think of dad, dad, <laughs> dad. <laughs> you got the touch, <laughs> man. That, and that shit was perfect, dog. Like <laughs> he moves out like a motherfucker. Like I don't know how the fuck. Like with a regular, there was some lawn darts. Like a lawn dart, see, yes. Yeah, I can see killing a motherfucker with a lawn dart, but a regular ass dart. And, and most times, in regular ass darts, when they're been in the bar for a while, they don't stick as well as they used to. So for you to drive it through somebody's skull, his skull, dog. God damn. So Ryan goes up to this murderer and tells him to lie to the lawyer about what happened with Cyril and Lee Chin. So Glenn goes and lies, and the lawyer also was Zelman, which is the same lawyer no, that um, no was remember with Saeed. If you are strong enough remember. to kill someone with a dart, why are you scared to ride around? Exactly. Yeah, but then again, remember he didn't actually lie. He, he just didn't tell. Point. He didn't tell his part of the story. Remember, he is the one who told them. Oh right, he's the one who told them in the first place that this yep. was happening. So, so, so he was aware of everything that was happening at that time. What he said there was the truth, but he omitted the part where he instigated the whole thing on their behalf, on the, on the, the Asian brothers behalf. Yeah. And so, uh, Zellman says they can't put Shoop on the stand because he's a, uh, compulsive liar. So there's that. Um, Peter Shabetta comes up to uh, Ryan and he's like, hey, I heard that you killed my dad. And Ryan's like, yeah, no, actually out of BC did it. But if I did, here's how I would do it. And also, what the fuck you going to do about it, dude? Like, use a punk. What you going to do? Nothing. 
all right, cool. Watch your ass. And he walks away. <laughs> what the fuck you gonna do, you habitual fuck stick? Like, Pretty much. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And so instead, instead, Peter goes to visit with his wife, Rosalie. And uh, we see the father, Meehan, and Ryan still aren't getting along. This shit is crazy to me how this shit plays out. But Peter tells Ryan that his wife's grandmother has put the evil eye on him and on Father Meehan. Hey, Tiger, give him the lazy eye. The, the, the rock symbol, the, 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 the devil horns rock symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, uh, Dio came up with that because that is the, that is the, the, the defense. For the Against the lazy eye? eye? Of, the against evil the evil eye. eye, yeah, that is the defense of the evil eye. The rock symbol, because uh, was name Ronnie Ronnie James Dio. Yes, um, the rock singer. Um, like yeah, he came up with that because he said that you know I think he said he learned that from his grandmother that that is the defense against the evil eye. Why the fuck didn't he know this? I got I, on. I, I got a force field. I got a you force know, field. You can't hit me with the evil eye. I got a force field. You know, goddamn well, Holy Diver was out by now. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of that song before. You, you know, have fun with that. So, if you, if you ever hear Ronnie James Dio, you will 100% understand where Jack Black got his style from. Okay. So, um, after that, Father Meehan done shitted on himself and he goes to the medical ward, but he's dead, dead. Like he had an aneurysm. And now Ryan's all upset. He Holy tried Diver. to do so much for us. And he Holy Diver so came out in 83. So, what? So, he should know this. I don't know it. That's what I was saying. I don't give a fuck about Ronnie Do. Ronnie James Dios. Edward James almost. Like what? Don't do that. You're right. Holy Diver is a, is a bop dog. I will check it out at some point, maybe. And when I do, I'm going to be like, surprise, motherfucker. We're going to talk about it. Holy Diver is a bop dog. And so then, um, Ryan is like, I miss him so much. I got to do right by him. And then Leon sings. And um, yeah, Leon, like, seriously, then nobody kind of see you. And then after that. Hey, it's Franklin. He goes to see Beecher while he's delivering mail with the pigtails and lipstick. And they show a seriously off-screen scene where Beecher and Arian are fighting in the shower. Like this was yeah. Nowhere. When the fuck did they, when the fuck did this happen? When the fuck? Because Beecher got long ass hair like to his shoulders and shit. Yeah, uh, like you don't, when when did this happen? It's kind of like that uh, after the writer strike, um, and they, they showed this like montage of all of the shit that was supposedly happened in Friday Night Lights. And it was just like when the fuck happened to smash williams this yeah, is but, but i'm sitting here like when the fuck did beecher grow his hair out to look like nick cage from con air don't fucking know. give me the bunny rabbit <laughs> unhand the bunny <laughs> <laughs> give me back the kitty cat bracelet sorry uh, his horrible accent in that movie <laughs> can't wait um so Beecher says it was because Schillinger assaulted Franklin and Franklin says he could take care of himself and tells Beecher to have a nice visit with his kids. And Beecher's like, how did Franklin know his kids were coming? And I'm like, kids, plural. The fuck. So then we find out exactly. that Franklin has or that. um, 
Yeah, Beecher has a son named Harry, but before that, Franklin sucks off Chillinger and then asks him to join the Brotherhood, and Chillinger's like, "Wipe your mouth." With nut on his lips, like right? yo, dog. Like and I'm gonna need you. To, I'm gonna need you to calm all the way the fuck down. But like, yo, for real, this kid just came the fuck out of nowhere. Wait, and then Franklin says, "If I kill Beecher's father, will you let me into the Brotherhood?" And as Nietzsche pointed out, a CL heard the whole plan and didn't do shit. I mean, they run that whole. Yeah, I mean the Brotherhood run Unit B. Like, I don't know why they got black folks in there. I don't know either. By the way, a black CEO was the one who locked the door on his father. Right, right. You saw that too. Like, fuck these CEOs. Fuck these snitches. Um. Oh, that. Oh, that's gonna get worse. Black, black. Remember, black CEO. And so, a random son of Beecher named Harry is coming to see him, but he won't get out the car at Oz because he's six and he's scared of fucking prison. Um, and Beecher's father, it turns out, is afraid of Keller. Um, actually, to be more precise, he finds Keller to be despicable, which whenever you have honesty like this, somebody's going to die soon. Uh, yep. Keller's like, this is just another bullet in my gun. Well, guess what? You're not going to get to use your gun because the black CL slammed the door on Beecher's dad and Franklin stabs him. Also, I just How much money? How much money do you think that black CEO got for that? Not not a lot. Not from the white folks. Not not from the How Aryans. I don't think the Aryans are paying. I don't think the Aryans pay the black CEOs as much as they pay the white CEOs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, but also weird. also when you think about it, like Franklin comes from he comes from money. So yes. he probably used to, he probably uses his family connections. Yeah, because to, when he used the when he when he did the murder, he wasn't already a part of the brotherhood. So he probably used his own money. Yep. Probably Venmo that nigga. <laughs> also, this reminded me because then they started talking about Mayor Loudon and shit. This reminded me that the race riot from like two years ago never popped off. You know, yeah. two seasons ago. When that was last season. That was that the beginning of season five? Yeah, that was the beginning of yeah. last season where I, everybody was gearing up for the race war. But that was also the end of season four, like the second half of season four. Yes. That, so they, it, it was just it, it was just heating up, heating up, heating up. Because Adabisi was one of the main proponents of it, trying to get uh McManus out of the paint and get everybody's favorite nigga up in there don't fuck with quirks that was part of the race war that was part of the race war segment don't 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 forget all the way about quirks i will never forget about quirks that's my nigga also um (laughs) we have 51 seconds left so we'll be back after this brief break Hey, Tim, do you like horror movies? Why, yes, I do, Matt. You want to hear two ridiculous horror fanatics discuss all the scary movies that just came out? Wait, you must be talking about our podcast, Happy Horror Time. You bet your ass I am. Oh, clean it up, Matt. No, see, that's the best part. On Happy Horror Time, you get uncensored and unpolished reviews of all things horror. We find all the latest releases, we watch them, and then discuss them in our real talk kind of style. A.K.A. We're crazy! Uh, That too. 
And don't forget, we also interview classic horror stars and insiders asking them all the questions you've always wanted to know but were afraid to ask. <laughs> like when Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp told us how they found her stand-in for that big reveal at the end. Yep, you gotta listen to find out. Check out Happy Horror Time, a podcast for horror lovers. Or anyone who just wants to have a good time. Because anyone can have a happy horror time. Hi, I'm Roseanne, host of the California Dreaming Podcast, a show that delves into the darker side of the not-so-golden state. Together, we will visit some of the most unhinged and chilling crimes that ever shook California and beyond. Join me as I take you on a journey into a new story each week with a different backdrop from all around California. From the bright lights and glamour of Hollywood to the picturesque and tranquil wine country. No crime, no town, nobody is off limits. Listen to California Dreaming on the Orbital Jigsaw Network or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Harvey. And I'm Carice. And we are the Laguerres. And welcome to the Love is Black podcast. I've got a question for you. You ever been in love? Are you in a relationship? Do you identify with hashtag black love? Because if so, this might be the place for you because we're going to discuss weekly various topics and issues that impact not just us and our family and our relationship, but you might also identify with too. We've been married for 10 years. So as you can imagine, we've dealt with many issues. We've dealt with our kids, raising them, finances, paying for them, our families, age difference, sex, everything. Issues that everybody deals with at one time or another. Mm -hmm. So if you've wanted to talk about these things with somebody who's dealt with them, just like you have, then you found the right place. We welcome you to be a voyeur into our conversations and the conversations of others as we eventually get you to speak in and get a voice in this whole conversation. We want you to join us in our journey as we're going to discuss love in the culture. But we do this with mutual respect, love, and a recognition of how our relationship is seen in the world. Definitely. So get ready, guys, because love is many things. But this good love is Black. This is Murderous Minors, Killer Kids, bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Minors, Killer Kids. Hey y'all, this is Derek. We want to thank y'all so, so much for taking time out to listen to this show. What we'd like for you to do right now, wherever you're at, is screenshot your phone, iPad, or whatever you're listening to the show on, and send it to us on Twitter at Return to Oswald. We'll retweet it to everybody and show that you're a part of the family. Also, if you'll be so kind as to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast at, and subscribe and follow, 
will greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and back to the show. So, for episode two, see no evil, hear no evil, smell no evil, how much time do we need to put on the clock? I think we got to do the full 45. All right, cool. We got to do the full 45. Because we got to do our MVPs and all that kind of shit. Okay, for sure. So, now Beecher, of course, wants to know who killed his daddy. And I know one thing. This is what I was thinking initially. I know it ain't Clarence, but somehow the the shank ends up in Clarence's cell and shit. And like, who doesn't know that isn't <laughs> like? But Clarence get gets get, gets a perp walk anyway, and it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like Clarence is Clarence does two things: gets his dick sucked and goes to commissary. That's really it. Like and, and snitch. And Snitch, he does three things really well. Chew bubblegum and kick ass, and he's all out of bubblegum. So, um, Beecher ain't fooled, though. He's like, fuck that shit. I know it was Schillinger. I'm going to find out how. And um, unfortunately, it wasn't. You know, it was all Franklin's idea. And Franklin, this nigga. And why ain't nobody noticed Franklin's newfound status? Right. right All of a sudden, this this nigga got his hair cut. You know what? Fuck it. Franklin. All of a sudden, Franklin got his hair cut short and he done wiped the lipstick and shit off. And he's at the right hand of, of Schillinger and shit. Motherfucker that got a slick back. Right. And he's talking about how he thought that killing Beecher's dad was a rush. Better than a case of Red Bull. Remember those? A case of Red Bull. Remember when Red Bull gave you wings and shit, the commercials and everything? Remember? Remember that shit? I don't think Red Bull is nearly like when I go to the the store now, I don't see Red Bull. I see all these other monster drinks and six hour energy and all that kind of shit. Now, I think Red Bull's run its course. I mean, I mean, I know a whole bunch of like white people that love mixing Red Bull with, with their, vodka. With, with, no, actually, uh, the person that I'm thinking of is Red Bull and fuck, I can't think of it. The The licorice. Oh, Jägermeister. Yeah, Red Bull and Jäger. Ooh, ooh. So the inmates are forming racial lines due to Mayor Lowen. Uh, he's going to Oz uh, because he killed two black girls back in the 60s. Um, and so what's going to happen is that the governor is going to put him in for a few months, put him in Oz for a few months, and then pardon him. Um, he's going to Unit J. And the governor tells Leo that if anything happens to Lowen, he will burn the building to the ground which means this nigga going to die. Anytime you have somebody burn, new come to... Right? <laughs> burn, motherfucker! Burn! Something about to happen. Um, and when he comes in and Leo's like, you can't talk to me like like, like I'm your employee. You were found guilty. And Lowen literally hits him off with bars. He was like, you as a black man should know that that don't mean dick. And I was like, bars. Bars, okay, Lowen, you got him right there. But here's the problem with that: Leo don't know what it's like to be a black man in America. Leo knows. He just getting in where he can fit in. <laughs> he trying to get away from where he was as a black man in America. Also, they never talk about his brother again. Um, never. 
And he's supposedly in Oz somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Younger. But, but we learned that the protective custody ward is Unit J. So there's like, we only know of M City and Unit B. Like there's J, a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of letters we don't know shit about. Right. So we skip past A and then we skip past all them other letters to get to B. Or to get to J. I'm sorry, not to B. I, I'm, I I'm guessing house. that I'm guessing that M City was converted, uh, was A converted. I, I doubt that because M City is so much different than everything else. But the glass but, pods, like everywhere else, but, they got bars. That's why I said I think it was A that, and they converted it into M City with the glass and all that kind of stuff based I, off of McManus. I go back and I look, but I don't really feel like it. No, I'm so, just saying that I, no, that's no, what I, I that's what I believe. I, I know, I, and I'm I, saying I go back and do some research because I'm sure that they talked about in that first episode where. Uh, Leo's telling McManus about how he's got an M City. I'm sure they did some sort of preamble about I changed this to this, but I don't want to go back. Yeah, and you because you you have to think that in in those other letters, like that's where some people that just, just kind of disappear, like Jackson Fayhew. Where mm-hmm. the fuck is Jackson Fayhew? Fucking role model. Fucking role model. Yeah, where the, where the fuck is he? He ain't in he ain't in M City, Brandon. He's, he's, somebody he's, somebody lost a bet. And then just Welsh on that shit and then put him in M City. Right, Brandon? No, he got out. He he actually did get out. I'm I don't give a fuck about spoilers at this point. <laughs> fuck this shit. He actually did get out. They you got comes, out? Yeah, he comes back. Oh, cool. So um let's see. After that, uh Schillinger's like, you know what? Schillinger tells Franklin because Franklin is now his right hand. Hey, I think that, hey, Franklin, I think that Beecher is going to try and kill Mayor Lowen because Mayor Lowen uh, and I are friends and Beecher is going to do it to try and get back at me. And I'm like, that's a stretch and a half, good sir. Yeah, because at this point, that doesn't even sound like something Beecher would do. Yeah, and how how the fuck does Beecher even know that, that that's your man's? Exactly. But exactly right after that, the mayor says he isn't going to resign. In fact, he might run for governor. And then he takes a, a bite of looks like Salisbury steak, like they eating good in Unit J. Um, he takes a bite of Salisbury steak and starts choking on the shit. And Beecher saves him, saves him. Now, here's the crazy thing. Somehow, Franklin found his way into a CO uniform. And is standing there to witness Beecher saving Lowen. How the fuck did he get? Who are we paying for this? I, I don't think I noticed the CO uniform. Yeah. Franklin is standing right behind him in a CO uniform watching Beecher save. I, I think he might it might have been the mailroom, but I, I don't think so. I don't think it was mailroom that time. I'll look eventually. Actually, eventually. So then um Schillinger comes back and talks to Beecher and he's telling him, you know, um, the reason why I like Mayor Lowen so much is because he's done a lot of shit for me. Um, And he says so much stuff in defense of Mayor Lowen that I really did walk away like, yeah, Lowen really did murder those two black girls. Like Lowen really was with the Klan. Yep. Like you can't tell me otherwise because you're like when I didn't have money, you gave I'm, me money. I wasn't the I wasn't under the impression that he actually did the shit. He just excused it. I was under the impression that he did the shit. But I could be I could be wrong. Like if he excused it, then that's not. I mean, I can't. 
see Even, people going to jail for. But I mean, it's only for a few months, according to the governor. So maybe. But yeah, Beecher comes in or Schillinger comes to talk to Beecher and lays out everything that Lowen did for him. And it includes like when I didn't have money to go on a date with my girl, he gave me a plane ticket. And when I didn't have money for food, he gave me food. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of relationship y'all have? Um, he tells Beecher that he's now indebted to him and that he isn't going to try and mess up his parole because he saved Lowen. And Beecher's like, bullshit. Can I get out of here? Can I leave? Do you believe him? You believe fuck him? no. Why the fuck would I believe Schillinger? I, I, he did. He did hold up his word about giving Beecher that mailroom route to see Keller. He is. He, he did. I, was, I will say this. I want, I'm not going to spoil it, but he is not the problem with the parole. He 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 did keep up his side of the. I'm sure it's Keller. Uh, he did keep up his side of the bargain, but uh, so Beecher walks out and gets parole. And I thought this is a dream sequence again. I was so certain of it. They told him he the processing. Hmm? He said it. Yeah, but if you it, he said, Sister Pete, pinch me, so I know I'm not dreaming. But if you tell somebody, he said, he said, I think I'm dreaming dream, again. He says but, it. But if you tell somebody to pinch you in a dream and they pinch you in a dream, you're still dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, supposedly. Get the, it. The, you, you know what's never happened to me in a dream? I've never been pinched. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the kind of nigga that's going to ask somebody to pinch me. I'm going to pinch you next time I see you. Told I, me I, not somebody, you, so I pinched that nigga. I, I asked somebody to don't wake me. I'm dreaming. I'm shocked that nigga didn't show up on this show. Uh, yeah, because I mean, he was an actor at this point. Technically, yeah, yeah. I mean, played New Jack City. So then, uh, Beecher asks where or Keller asks where his lawyer is, and his lawyer is Beecher's dad. And so Lepresti was very, very pleased to say, uh, him, him dead. <laughs> him dead. And um, that's, the, that's the bad news. The good news, buddy, is that your, your, your girlfriend, Beecher, he got paroled, and he's probably going to leave so quickly he'll never come and see you. And that's why I feel like Keller's going to fuck it all up. And then after that, we get Shirley Bellinger, who... Uh, gets a name tag for herself. Like, they show her full name on the screen. Like, we would forget who she is. Like, she's not the motherfucker who said this. You're a nigger. Right? But then again, like, you know, like, it's been a while since... And I, I hated Leon the died in the first season. And they didn't yes. give him no name tag. Nigga. And they, the, the fact that the fact that they kept that red mark around her neck this whole fucking time, though. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, made sure it was, to say it was, that she was executed by hanging. It was it, it was a horrible makeup, but you know what? Fuck it. it mm-hmm. Everything else is bad. Why why the fuck shouldn't the makeup be bad? Mm-hmm. So she gets to talk. You know they say when one of your senses fails, the other ones compensate by getting stronger. Like if you go blind, your hearing suddenly perks up. Can't smell. Your taste buds bloom. So what happens if you lost them all? If things no longer make any sense, you've got to rely on others to get you through the day. And in ours, 
that could be dangerous. Rise and shine. Also, I've always been told that if you plug your nose, you can't tell an onion from a carrot. Supposedly. I mean, but, I mean, you can ask somebody who's had COVID. Yeah. You know, if I want to be around somebody who's had COVID. I say ask somebody. <laughs> you know, the nigga Zoom work? <laughs> I don't even want to Zoom a nigga with COVID. Just, mm-mm. Nope. I want to get my computer no viruses. Right. Y'all heal up. So Claire comes to Martinez's cell and he says he's sick. And Claire doesn't believe him until he falls out. And so does another inmate at the same time. And that's when we find out that uh, Martinez, you said he was going to get a bigger role in this uh, in this season. You you really did say that. But Martinez, uh, Omar, and Penders are all in a medical ward. And we find out they've been poisoned by Oz methylene poisoning from everything that was used to rebuild the facility and that martinez's liver is shot and white and penders both have lung damage and that's not right that's not right that's not right and that's not right because leo's like fuck them niggas what no, you're not gonna Leo do said, is send martinez to bench the memorial because he's got lung issues you're gonna keep that on the low low because just like you healed uh chucky from mercer you gonna heal these niggas right now from living in a toxic environment like Oz and I was like this nigga. He was like, I believe you can fly. Like I need you to do all the things. I don't need this shit to get out at all. Look at my face, Scar. Look, look at my face. I can barely see your face. Your camera's up. No, I'm saying like your camera's upwards. There we go. What we're not going to do for any part of this show is reference that nigga. Oh, shit. I forgot. It's okay. It's all right. I still love you. So, Brass comes to pick up Martinez from um, his appointment with Dr. Nathan. And for reasons that, I mean, we know the reasons, but why he will be a dickhole to Martinez but he comes in and he's a straight up dick hole to Dr. Nathan. Hold, hold up, wait, wait, wait. We ain't even asked the question that we should be asking right now. Did anything happen in the six months since he returned? Why the fuck is he here? He just won two million fucking dollars. Why is he in Oz? And why doesn't Rebido reference the fact that he said that he gave the money back to Rebido so he could heal his grandchild? So somebody got two million dollars. Somebody got two million dollars. One of them know. two, and neither of them talking about it. And Brass still sounds mad as but, fuck. But, but it's it's or very maybe or maybe Brass is still rich. He just came back to finish the job. He came <laughs> back to still. He came back to find out what happened to him. One hundred percent. But I mean, it, but he knows but, what happened. He knows. No, no, he's no, he's yeah, he does. And it's just like, th- bruh, you you won, you won. Leave, bruh. Just leave. What I'm disappointed in is the way he was talking to Dr. Nathan. I miss you to come with me and Don't you knock? Sorry. Didn't think you'd be doing anything that needed knocking. Yeah. I'm here to... Bitch, I'm a doctor. I am having a private consultation with somebody who's dying because of shit that happened from this facility. I need to save his life more than anybody else. And you're like, I didn't think you were doing anything that needed me to knock. Bitch, I will punch you in your throat. I will gas you. I'm surprised you have this opinion. 
Why? I don't like Brad. Because he fucked over uh, Rebido's grandson. Yeah, Mr. Revenge. I thought you would be like, he should be able to, he should do whatever the fuck he wants to get. He got at the point where you at the sliced point, away. Look, look, okay, so I am all for revenge, right? But at the same time, there's literally an intersection to this shit. On the one hand, yeah, he should get his revenge. On the other hand, he fucked over Rebido so badly that he became a villain. And won the money that your basketball contract would have fucking afforded. Yep. So I can't give him the whole, okay, I'm rooting for you to get revenge thing. At this point in time, I'm like, everybody's better than him. It's because he, he, really, he, he won't be a came back. Pick or some shit. He even came back like the day after Rebido's grandson died. Like, okay, now I'm going to give him the money. This nigga really felt like he was going to walk on to the NBA. It happened. Master P did it. Did he yeah, he played for the affiliate team. He didn't play for the fucking... You know, like he he's he suited up for a game. He didn't actually play. <laughs> Skipped him by Lou, did it? Ray for Austin. He played like seven years. Yeah, but he actually went to college and so <laughs> yeah, Skip got Skip got drafted. Yeah, he got drafted. So like he didn't get drafted. I he thought he got drafted A1. late in the second yard. In the second no, yard, he was doing the, A1 mixtape. I know he was doing the mixtape. I know Skip. And then he went to Fresno. He went to Fresno. He went to Fresno State after he did yeah, the mixtape. And then he got drafted. Smaller. Fresno State is much smaller than Iowa. But the thing about Fresno State at that point in time, they had Tart the Shark. And Iowa's still a much better basketball program. It's in the Big Ten. Um, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is that Tart the Shark brought a uh, celebrity to it, and Rafer brought that street ball element to it. Yeah, uh, they said he was drafted in 98, round two, 39th all overall. I was going to say he was like a late pick. Yeah, just he just came out and made it work. Yeah. So he's he was there with he's out there with Nick Van Exel making it work. Like that level of getting drafted. Him, Nick, uh, Isaiah Thomas, the little one, not the big one. Mm-hmm. Niggas who were well, drafted. Neither of them are big. He's the, the what, what, other Isaiah Thomas, like wait, five. Wait, Rafer Rafer Austin is six two, dog. Like, what are we talking about? No, I'm saying Skip is tall, but Isaiah Thomas, little yeah. Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm saying both of them niggas is little. <laughs> oh, you mean Isaiah Thomas and Isaiah Thomas? Yes, because <laughs> Isaiah was six feet even, something like that. Yeah, so yeah, so he he's was a tiny little too. Nigga. Yeah, he little. Scar's like I'm five eleven. Fuck you both. <laughs> I, little I am. I am six feet with shoes on. <laughs> little nigga. So um, um, it's Isaiah Thomas is listed at six one. But you know they be yeah, lying. Fuck you, right? Yeah, because you know say, that's like them saying Iverson is six one. No, Iverson is shorter than me. I've seen it. I've seen him up close and personal. He is shorter than me, and I am six feet with shoes on. So Brass tells uh, Dr. Nathan that he has paperwork to get uh, Martinez. And unless Leo says otherwise, Martinez is going back to solitary. So Dr. Nathan, knowing everything Brass has against this nigga, leaves out the room to go talk to Leo. And Brass comes in and tells him, look, I don't want you to die until you tell me who cut my tendon. And I have friends in solitary who will make you talk. No, he said, I want you to I want you to tell me who paid you to cut my tendon because yeah. he knows he did it. Yeah. Petty nigga. Yeah, he knows who did it. Sorry, I, I miswrote that. You're right. Petty, petty nigga, like you won. 
Why are you fucking here? Let this shit go. You want two million fucking dollars. I know after taxes, you probably only end up with one. That's still a million fucking dollars in the early two thousands. I'm thinking one five in the early two thousands. No, they take like it's like it's like sixty. But you you only left with like uh like like six hundred out of that 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 milli with taxes. If he he should have taken he should have taken twenty five payments. (laughs) <laughs> Two million dollars. <laughs> so, um, anyway, nobody do that. Sally Size is now doing Sally Sizing on in construction worker outfits, doing exercise on concrete. That whole thing is dumb. Meanwhile, uh, Agamemnon's like, "This is the best Sally Size ever." Is it me or Sally? Every time we see Miss Sally, she is dressed as one of the village people. I just yeah, that's to- the gimmick of the show. <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> I was like, like okay, is your construction working now? Okay. And so Morales wants to be work. my favorite show if I was in if I was in prison. I like, wouldn't. It wouldn't well, be my favorite show because they have fucking cable. Why are y'all still watching this shit? Here's, a, here's the worst part. They were jumping up and down and them things won't move in at all. Exactly. You're wearing a fucking construction outfit. Well, we don't know if they still have cable. They might have cut they might have cut the budget. Yeah, right after that episode where they delved into all things HBO. That fucking stupid-ass episode. So Morales wants to work in the hospital. You don't got to cross-promote. when We cross-promote all the time. Every time we have a guest, cross-promotion. That's what you got to do. No, not when everything is already on. Like, if you're watching HBO, I, I see what you're saying. Okay, fine. It was still stupid. It was. To have McManus show up on that show, that's the whole reason why Omar fucking stabbed him. Because I didn't know you was going to be on that episode. You should have told me first. Yeah. So, Morales... And then then we think of the cross-promotion with all of the actors that are on all these other shows. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, they should have... Nah, I guess he's too old now to have been in the Sopranos prequel. And folks would have been like, that's what's-his-name, son. That's, that's, that's... Uh, whatever. Uh, you know, Tony Soprano, his son is too old to have been uh, in The Sopranos. Not his real son, but the show's son. Morales wants to work in the hospital, but Murphy tells him that he can't go in there because Martinez is in there. And until Martinez admits that Morales set up brass, they can't link up. So now Morales is scared that Martinez will snitch on him and that the CLs will hold medication from Morales or from Martinez until he tells. So now he wants Martinez dead. And even why? Chico is like, that's a stupid fucking reason. Yeah. Why? Why would he snitch now? Right. What reason does he have to snitch now? No clue. No. Rebido comes to work for Stella in the library and they're clearly going to fall in love because he had the scarf thingy tied around his neck. It looks like he had a sweater tied around his neck and then he just cut the sweater off. Um, and we find out that Norma came to see Boost Mollis, but he refused to see her because she skipped out on their wedding and then popped up like <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> and so and 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 it's, but, 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 okay. So th- th- my my question is um when she showed up last time, she was very pregnant. Uh it's been six more months. And so that's what... How uh, long has she been pregnant? That's what McManus is saying. Like, don't you want to see the baby? Don't you know what will happen to the baby? And McManus literally tried to guilt him into going to see uh, Norma. And I don't remember. Did he say he was going to do it? 
No, he was no. like, I, I'm not going to do it. And, oh, no, Reaperdale was like, you should do it. And he was like, mind your own fucking business, basically. And he was like, I told Stella about y'all. And you know, y'all, I used to get on this show for 41 episodes and wonder, is today the day that Reaperdale finds love? And I am just so happy to say the wait is finally fucking over. Then in the last season, they're giving this old ass man, this old ass woman who talks about, I mean, she is a dope ass bird. She, 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 I, she, she ain't, she ain't sister Pete low, but I can see why Reba though would tie a, a, a sweater around his neck. Cause she's she talking openly about, Pete. she, she was talking about, I was, I was bucket naked, you know, touch my body. <laughs> So Kirk is burning a black candle and is praising Satan in his cell. And Ray confronts him about telling the clergy that he sexually abused him. And Kirk tells him, you know what? I'm going to go talk to the cops and the rest of the clergy and tell them everything. And it's going to be sensational. Okay, let me ask y'all a question. Okay. After the first first episode, right? Should they have anything that they can light on fire? No. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you're on death row or not. Uh, no. I don't think you should have anything you should that you light on fire after the first episode where a motherfucker got lit on fire. No, no, Lord, no, they can't even smoke cigarettes. Exactly. I'm not giving you a candle. No, if I ain't giving you a conjugal visit, I ain't giving you a candle. <laughs> <laughs> Shit don't make no sense though. It don't, and it don't, but. Uh, Ray says he could find someone to do an exorcism for Timmy, and Timmy's like, it's too late. After I die, you'll be stripped of everything, and in death, I will be triumphant. <laughs> By the way, said, word. I'm going to go back and pray again, and this when it got dumb. They want to do a fashion spread for Oz in Maxim Magazine in the death for the death row inmates. Nigga, I said this is the dumbest idea. They was just like, well, how you know we gotta we gotta get this motherfucker up out of here. How do we get him up out of here? Um, we could do a fashion shoot, and he gonna kill him with the light fixture. That makes no fucking sense. And like, there was nobody in the room that goes, "That's dumb." Right? Why are we doing? Why are we doing this for inmates? Why are we? Why are we going to a, a prison for, to death row for death row inmates? Why are we doing? Why are we doing a fashion show? And then, death row you know, we're going to do the individual shots, and then we're going to have all of y'all get out together and to do a group shot. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That shit makes no sense for death row inmates. Like, mm. maybe, maybe like some of the, maybe some of the gin pop, but like death row, that makes no sense. Mm-mm. It makes no sense at all. And it was just like, all right, fine. Okay. Like, we it see is what a shot. It is something. That nobody's ever done before. You got to think about it like that. It it is it is, but you know, so is uh, shitting in the sink. I'm sure someone's done that before. When they first did it, I'm sure they thought it was a good idea. Do you think it's a good idea for them to shit in the sink, Brandon? Mm-mm. It's the same way I feel about this whole scene. It feels like somebody shit in the sink. Why would you do this? Why would you have these men who clearly have been yelling at each other back and forth this whole time? Leo, why would you allow this? Lopresti, why didn't you say anything? Where's anybody? 
And Lepresti goes down. He goes down almost as bad as when Schillinger got knocked the fuck out. Right. And so um, they have everybody do an individual shot except for, you know, um, Jericho and, and Cyril. They get to do a, a, a group photo. Um, and then they get out and they have Hoyt, who's been saying he's going to kill Timmy as soon as he gets a chance. They have Hoyt stand right next to Timmy and Hoyt puts his arm around Timmy's shoulder. And the picture gets taken. Fuck and it. right after that, he literally fuck? shoves a light fixture down his throat. You okay? So let me let me get this straight. You got a whole bunch of civilians in um, doing a photo shoot for inmates that are on death row and that have absolutely nothing to lose. And you have no. And CEOs. you have and you have one fucking CEO in the room. I would have taken it's, everybody hostage, especially on the part where they're going to let all of them out of their cells at the exact same time. Now, for the for the one on ones. OK, maybe Lepresti was perfectly fine for that. But when they have them all out of their cells to do the group photo, you need to have more than just Lepresti in the fucking room, dog. Mm-hmm. And man, like, OK, so. Did anybody else ask the question? So did he get electrocuted to death or burned to death? Both. Um, it, basically electrocuted, but, but then like he had burn marks all around his mouth and shit. But um, anybody else notice that um, did they leave the cell block open? Because when they all hightailed the fuck out of there, um, I was under the impression there's a fucking cell door right there to let them into death row. Because usually when Lepresti let, lets the mail through, he has to let someone he has to let someone in the death row area. We've seen this multiple times. So they just left that fucking area wide the fuck open with only one fucking guard there? Dude, I blacked out. I could lie to you. But after that bullshit, I literally blacked out for a little while. So I don't I don't remember that part. Yeah. And so um, I literally never I just want to say for the record that if you had told me that there were 20 to one odds that I would at some point in this show, I would say that a motherfucker died in Oz during a photo shoot. (laughs) No, 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 no. I would have bet the whole farm. The dumbest deaths have not happened yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'm just saying I would have bet everything. I would have bet your shit. <laughs> I, bet, I, bet, I, I bet you that the dumbest possible death happens with, I believe it happens in the next two episodes. It's like, how the fuck did anyone let this happen? Okay. Somebody's got to have a count of how many people have died and this nigga still got his job. That's what right. I want to know. Right. So McManus and Saeed both love Augustus' book. And Saeed sent the book over to his publisher, so they're going to publish it. Burr is still walking the maze, which is in the middle of the basketball court, and another random inmate wants Poet to take over as a leader. Poet's like, nah, nigga, I did that job. Till we figure out somebody better, it's going to be Burr. And right when they say that, Burr makes it to the middle of the maze and collapses in joy. A privately owned business is now going to be set up inside of Oz. And uh, inmates will be hired to work full-time on a merit basis. Burr's going to apply. 
And well, he's Bert, trying to change. He's trying to be a good person now. And, what you're and that's what he said. I'm I'm trying to get. I'm I'm trying to retire from the game. I'm trying to move the brothers out the game too, but I need Saeed by my side because your presence gives me a voice. And instead of, God damn it, instead of them being part of the game, they're gonna they're gonna go get real jobs. And now it's in my head. Scar, talk amongst yourself. This the the idea of this is just kind of dumb. And then like when they have the conversation after about how they're gonna get paid. That is the dumb. I mean, I, I I understand that when you when you do have these jobs in prison, they pay you like pennies. But like, come on, man! Like, you having them do a regular job at the very least, you should pay them minimum wage. Like that makes it makes no sense to pay them less than minimum wage if you're having them do someone's real job. Uh, and I mean, you they can't they can't complain about minimum wage. They can complain when you pay them like they're fucking waitresses or waiters. This shit makes no yeah. fucking sense. This shit makes no fucking sense at all. And you- it's it's all really a referendum on outsourcing. Yes. With Claire being the fucking voice of reason. <laughs> and she's the worst person. Right. Yes. <clears throat> and she's like, Period. my brother works at the comp- at the competition. And it's like, okay. What's the competition. They talking about other prisons? No, nah, they no, talking no, about the they're- other telemarketing company. In the oh. town, her brother works for them, and Saeed is like, "Yo, you ain't about to uh, turn us into slaves. We here at the Muslim party, we gracefully decline." And meanwhile, Burr is like this. Now, how am I to help you, my brother? Look, I'm here because I can't stand what's happening in this community. Yes. Yeah, and somebody has to make a change. Yes. Now, brother, will you help me? Yes. Well. like burr's like i will take his job like a motherfucker you're for me you're hired and so um poet's still doing poetry if that makes y'all feel better about this this whole and and he and he does his seemingly worst poem yet yeah and then dedicates it and he cut his hair by the way Yes, and he's got all these niggas who were laughing at him before when he was doing poetry. They all sitting around and with their own books like this is a cipher. I got next. Nodding their head like I'm about to jump in on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> now they all sitting there like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got my book right here. Um, and so <laughs> after that, hand wrote. We, we see Saeed. <laughs> all three of y'all. Saeed, who is also troubled by the um, by the conversation he had with uh, the woman about outsourcing, and he's so broke up about it that he goes to run the maze, and he finishes it at a BC Saul's. I mean, it wasn't that hard. I missed this part. He did what? He yeah, went and he, walked the meditation maze and solved it. Out of BC huh. solves, dog. But he did it in the most Saeed over dramatic fashion ever. Mm-hmm. Like the way he's just like, 
kind of like speeding up and slowing down and put his hands out and like it's like come on dog just walk around the fucking base but i mean at the same time he had to solve that maze otherwise find my soul in this maze <laughs> Oh God! So uh, after that, uh, Alvarez finally gets to see his mom, and his mom is like, "Why didn't you come see me when you fucking escaped?" <laughs> and Alvarez is like, "Fuck you, mom." Where's no, Marissa? no, he said, he said, no, 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 no. How did, this is how this shit actually went. It's like, why did you go see me? Why did you come see me when you escaped? Because I figured that they knew that that would be the first place to, to look, and she was like, "You right." It was. <laughs> You're right. They did. And he's like, where's Maritza? And she's like, she's a travel agent. Well, I want her to show up and see me. Well, you're going to have to call her and ask her. I ain't going to beg. And then like five minutes later, he's on the phone with her begging. Oh, 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 oh. Nigga. So, that, was Lenny. that was Lenny, not not, not Aura. So, <laughs> oh, I know which one that one was. I know which one. That, that, that was a stalker anthem. That's a stalker song. I know you. Um, so then Peter comes by to make fun of Meehan being dead and tells Ryan that he's going to kill Ryan's mom and that Cyril's going to die on her own. And then Ryan's going to know the pain that uh, that Shabetta felt when Ryan killed his dad. And Ryan's like, if you touch me, of... if you touch <laughs> me, you're going to die. And Peter's like, I'm not going to touch you. Hey, Tiger. <laughs> I'm going to take your shit and have my wife touch it. And my wife was touched by her grandmother. So you're going to get the evil eye dust all over your shit. I'm so glad that this evil eye shit was done this episode. Like it was <laughs> so with this episode. Because like if this shit would have kept going, I'm like, nah, son. And so, so this, the rest of this episode, they were really running around worried about getting um, hexed or whatever. Yes, for the rest of the episode, yeah. they were worried yeah. about. No, oh no, 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 no. No, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan goes full Ryan and he does ex- Chucky. He goes straight to Chucky and was like, "Yo, dog." Um, he he told me about the evil. Uh, he told me he put hexes on people. So, oh, the oh, evil yeah, eye. The, 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 the evil eye. Yeah, he said he was gonna give you the evil eye too. He said, "What? You know what? I ain't even gonna investigate no more." I'm going to kill that nigga. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm on this motherfucking track. And he goes to fucking handle the business. Like, hey, hey, for real, Scar, for real, Ryan came over to him and was like, hey, man, what you know about this hex shit that Peter's talking about? And Chucky was like, you mean the evil eye? And Ryan was <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, what he said was he's going to put it on me and that he put it on you, too, because he got sexually assaulted twice under your watch and chucky was like say less fam <laughs> yeah chucky was ready <laughs> hold on fam <laughs> hold so, on he started ripping his shirt on like hulk hogan that, <laughs> that nigga ryan came over to him and told him that and that nigga was like martin <laughs> montgomery like wait what <laughs> like, like, 
yo, and like f- from the outside looking in, like you ain't had no interactions with this dude since you've been out. Exactly. Right? So, like, what reason did he have to fucking, and, like, we also know that he has to have uh, something of yours to put the hex on mm-hmm. and to make sure that it goes to you. Like, have you seen this motherfucker sniffing around? Like, hey, no. but I you under- obviously know how the fuck this shit works. I understand Chucky's panic, dog, because honestly, if he gets the evil eye put on him. <laughs> I find myself in this place or I am lost forever. So he went and found Peter and he was like, yo, Peter was like, Peter stole Suzanne's keys, Ryan's mom's keys. And he's going to see his his uh his his wife so he can get the lazy eye put on, <laughs> on the fucking keys. How do you expect to get all the way out of there to give the keys to and nobody was going to notice anything. Ryan says immediately, because Suzanne is like, my keys are missing. And Ryan is like, he stole them. And he runs for the gate to try and get out. And the other lady and other lady CEO. So now there's three lady CEOs, Peppa, Claire, and this lady. They actually and, gave Peppa some speaking lines. <laughs> right. And her name is Felon, uh, which makes me wonder if she married Judge Felon from The Wire. Hmm. Hmm. No? Okay, cool. So, anyways. Who? The judge. The one that first sets up the wire for him. His name is Judge Felon. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. You don't know the wire? I don't remember that person's name. So, um, you know what? It's funny. You don't remember his name, and and I kept wanting to say McManus. But uh, the dude that he first set up the wire for them, like, who's your daddy? His name is Judge Felon. Anyhow. Um, well, her name actually is Felon, but it's P-H. Yes. P-H-E-L-A-N. Yes. So, um, Ryan, or uh, Peter, is literally speed walking like a white woman who's about to snitch on somebody in a movie theater to get to his wife for his uh, his time with her, his visit. And Chucky pops up out of nowhere and gets a co- and and accosts Peter, like he's like this is a life or death situation, my life and your death. <laughs> and he takes Ryan's mom's keys, he takes Suzanne's keys, and pops that nigga's eye out. And then, how the fuck did he know that those were the keys? Those were Ryan's mama's keys. He threw them back to him too, right? Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he was like, he's like, hey Ryan, and then throws in the fucking keys in front of everybody. Hey fucking Ryan, thanks, but so then after that, uh Chucky runs up on Robson, who is scared shitless because he's a carol without his folks behind him. He ain't shit without his homeboys. So he goes and he tries to have uh he tries to get Schillinger to do him a favor and and Rob's like it the or Schillinger's like get the fuck out of my face. And then and um Robson is like, yo, man, for you all didn't the play shit, the clip. No, no, wait, stop. Don't fuck me up. So Robson is like, for all of the shit that I've done for the brotherhood, you fucking owe me. And then out of nowhere. Hey, it's Franklin. And so Franklin. He, look like, he act like he's been there the whole fucking time. Why the Frank- fuck did 
Franklin upbraided and now he looks like a fucking vampire. Like, why is <laughs> why did Robeson just punk, like beat the shit out of that nigga? Because when he grabbed him, uh, another Nazi grabbed yeah, him from behind. The other, the other Nazi stopped him. Oh. And so what I was thinking about was uh the part where who was it? Was it Saeed? Somebody was talking to Burr. And Augustus Hill popped up and was like, you still ain't said what the fuck you here for. Miguel was talking to Burr. And Augustus popped up and we were like, what the fuck is Augustus doing talking in this situation? It's the same thing with fucking Franklin. Yeah, Franklin, Franklin got got like nuts now. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like you was you just had like makeup and pigtails, and all of a sudden, you that nigga, like, man, you get the fuck out of here with this shit. Mm-hmm. But he he made man now. And so um he goes to Wolfgang oh, and asks him oh, to protect oh. him from the uh, Italians. And Wolfgang's like, I'll do it if you suck my dick. Yep. And so Robeson went and talked to Sister Pete, and he's like, "What would you do to protect yourself?" And no, he he goes full on. He goes full on Lucifer in this episode because you know how Lucifer goes to goes to see his uh, therapist, and then like he makes some shit up on his own, and then walks the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he goes full on Lucifer. It was like, "I'm gonna have to do whatever I got to do." That's what you're saying. She was like, "No, and that's not what I bet." And then he walks the fuck out the door. And so what he decides he needs to do is go back to Wolfgang. Wolfgang gives him a spoon. He's like, lick this spoon. Rosen licks this. This was so weird. This part, licks, I didn't, this was so weird. I was I did not need this. I did he, not need he, this at he all. He licks the spoon and then Robeson tells him to bend over. Or uh Wolfgang tells Robeson to bend over, and he literally starts digging in Robeson's oh, ass. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. That at all. He starts digging I, his ass out. On IMDb, right, when they have the the, the plot synopsis and the storyline, a lot of times they have, like, keywords mm-hmm. um, of, like, you know, things that relate to the plot. There's only one for this episode, and it's Spoon. Spoon? <laughs> That's all it says? It's just it's underneath, underneath the, syn- the, 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 the synopsis of, you know, the, of the episode. It, it just says Spoon. That's the only keyword. Holy shit. Um, I was wondering where that was going because I didn't know that one. That was Spoon Man. <laughs> what the he fuck told is that? He, that's Chibo Motto. He told him, lick the spoon, then all of a sudden he can't find the spoon. <laughs> That's, the way he was, the way he up. was hollering, bro. <laughs> the way he was hollering, I was like, you know, I mean, like you, you have a feeling that that's gonna hurt real bad. But like he made, he made it sound like that shit hurt. Nigga, he real. put it in the long way, like the wrong side, like the scooping part went yeah. into his ass, and that ain't cool. That mm-hmm. I, I cringe. Yeah, it's, when he was done, his asshole was gonna look like a cube. Right. What was the point of that, though? Why did he go back to him? I don't remember any. Because of now he's because, saying that that he'll because, protect him from the Italians. Yes. But now he's his uh, prag, for lack of a better term. Oh, that's what. But hold on. What? Okay. Why would they? Why were they after him? Uh, because he stabbed Pink Hamill. That's that. Why? That's why oh, Pink yeah, Hamill was yeah, in the yeah, hospital yeah, in the yeah. first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. 
Yes. So, uh, Scar, who's the MVP of the first episode? Uh, shit, I forgot. Who was the MVP of the first episode? Franklin. Yes, yes, yeah. Franklin voice, come up. Even though... Hey, it's Franklin. Even though, like, killing Beecher's dad was like, n- no one needed that. No. No one needed that. <clears throat> even even showing was the whole like, point that's kinky. <laughs> The whole point of the show is to fucking um, hurt Beecher. Yeah. Just to punish that nigga. Every season, something fucked up happens to him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it, it continues. Yes, more or less. No, it's, no, it's going to continue. No, I'm talking about what Brandon said. I'm like, yes, more or less. But... He's like um, he's like uh, Robot Man on Doom Patrol. <laughs> yeah. i only seen the first episode. It's a the first season was cool. I haven't watched the second season yet. It's on or, season the third four season now. or whatever the last season <laughs> is. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, that one. But um, who was the MVP of the second episode? Second episode. Who is the MVP? I got Wolfgang. Um, uh, I, uh, I, I, I don't know about that one, Doug. Like I you can't. can't hey, I, I know can't. why you can't support it, but. Wolfgang literally that's that's a bucket list move for Wolfgang I feel like and I'm trying to remember if when Wolfgang initially came through if Robeson was like talking shit to him like you don't want this dude around you because he's a fucking psychopath I can't remember that far back I think I'm I'm going to go Ryan because of how easily Ryan got, got Shabana taken off the table like and it was it was easy it was so easy for him, and it's just like it's, it was some no, it was it was some normal Ryan shit that just got got this man taken completely out, and it just all it took was, yeah, I'm gonna go, yeah he 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 doing this shit to you too, and mm-hmm. that was it. That's all it took. Just one look. That's all it took. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's a real thing. People are really worried about the lazy eye. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit. I I don't know. Like, I know we've had quasi supernatural stuff happen before. I mean, they did even mention that the Reverend just kind of fucking disappeared and still don't nobody know shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this the the whole evil eye thing just doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. I don't, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, then, you know, now they brought the suture nat- supernatural here, so I guess we got to believe it, but this was yeah. ridiculous. And the whole fucking prison got scared because one nigga said, I'm going to put a spell on you. Yeah, but look, dun, 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 dun. I'm, um, <laughs> uh, now that song's stuck in my head. Um, the, the idea that, like, you know, Shibeta had refused to see his wife for a long time because of how he felt about being sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And we just we just completely skipped over uh Robeson uh admitting about his sexual assault. Um we like we we Cuban beat the fuck out of that shit. But um then like the first time you see the first time you see your wife after I don't know how long you're like yo take this and go get your grandma to do that thing that she do. She's like nigga I ain't even seen you. 
and you asking me to do some shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what the yeah, fuck? He, like, like she comes in, she gives him a hug. While they're hugging, he's like, "Hey, Tiger, give him the lazy If y'all are curious, this is from Five of Goes West in America's Tale Part Two. Where do you get all these clips from? Five will goes west in American Tale Part Two. YouTube. Five will goes west. Damn, that's like, god damn. Our audience must be old as fuck to remember that shit. I mean, we're our done audience here. is do older. kids these days our, watch we're, we're, the old shit? We're done here. Like, for, do they watch we're, it from the nineties? We're 90s? done here. We're, we're done mean, here, good sir. We're we're done. That's not right. They, that's not right. Bye. That's not right. We're done here. They don't need to. I mean, well, first of all, we we watch an old ass Oz, like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You that's know, right. Do kids do that. Like, my son watched. Watch... My son watched He Man and thought it was brand new when he was like six. Yeah, but you know how like we watched like Jabberjaw and the Flintstones and all that shit from the sixties. Do like fucking kids today watch shit from the eighties and nineties, <laughs> or they just watch new shit? No, because we only had like five channels. Like you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that has shit that has shit for us you know what i mean so it was easy to get into something like that when you didn't have all of this fucking content just sitting there mm-hmm. i guess that's a good point yeah yeah brandon cut and, that I, shit and, and i've never seen any of the 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 five movies what not even somewhere out there not the first one no, I know somewhere out there I know that song, and I put him in his place. I I don't know that one. I know James Ingram. He told that nigga to twirl. (laughs) So that's (laughs) he he turned it. He said, "Turn around, stick it out." And the white boys got to shout like, (laughs) "Oh, spoon in the crack, (laughs) spoon in the crack." Oh God! What the fuck is he doing with silverware, people? Let's talk about it. Okay, so yeah, because like they don't have silverware. That could be sharpened into a shank. What is he hey, doing with that? Exactly. Why does he have a spoon? Why exactly was the spoon ready to go? Like he knew as soon as he walked, as soon as he walked, because he left corner. out and he was like, you know what? If he comes back, I'm gonna shove this spoon up his ass. No man, I did not need that episode. At that end of the episode, that was too much. Yeah, that was way too much. Yeah, man, my man is my man is about to be Franklin out. Like it's about to be a whole ass problem. A whole ass problem. I, I feel you. the same way about ropes, and I feel about uh, about that fucking CEO. So it's okay. Robson, I mean, Robson deserves this shit. And, and that even, nigga called him Huey, Dewey, and Jigabooey. <laughs> based on that alone. I mean, I mean, if we still, we Cuban beat the fuck out of him admitting that he was sexually assaulted. Like, we just completely ignored that shit and kept it fucking moving. I don't know what you're talking about, good sir. <laughs> yes, Cuban me. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know what you, you did. What Cuban B? What is that? No, you know they're uh, in half baked. 
where he where <laughs> they went to go talk to Samson and they were trying to talk to Samson and Samson completely oh, ignored, yeah. knowing everything that they were saying and then he said <laughs> it was he said something about called the Mexican or something like that. He was like I'm Cuban B and he goes, Yes, Cuban B oh, yeah. like completely <laughs> yeah. like to Cuban B something is to completely ignore what someone is saying and just go go wherever the fuck you're thinking at the time. And we Cuban B the fuck out of his his sexual assault like this is the way it's gonna work. I'm gonna take your little Mexican friend with me, and I'm gonna kill him. I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. I mean, <laughs> he, the character deserves the shit. Yeah, Robeson has been a horrible human for this entire show, so I don't really have a whole lot of sympathy for this nigga. Yeah, but still. No, I mean, that's it. You're right. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> To watch him like it, it lick this spoon. Okay, <laughs> where where are we going? Gave it like the tongue, like it was an ice cream cone. Like I'm I'm your I'm, I'm your I'm your guy now. <laughs> and he like, played he played this shit perfectly because after he told him to lick the spoon, he had this look on his face like, where are we going with this? And he was like, where am I going with this? <laughs> like yo, that was that was good acting because he had that look on his face like, what are we doing? Where was a reef? Mind his own business. Nigga was missing. Oh, 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 he was there for a second in the first episode. Yeah, the the reef the reef thing is coming, but something else got to happen first. He's, he's not gonna die. I don't think. I don't, I don't remember if he died. I don't think he died. But yeah, he's gonna end up in some shit. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's Scar. That's Brandon. I'm Derek. Um, again, you can check us out on Twitter. The show is Return to Oswald. Brandon is on Twitter at that cool black nerd. That's BLK. Um, Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger, and I'm there at Rashani. Oh, speaking of my name, Scarfinger, you want to hear some bullshit? I'm always here for it. All right, so um, I started playing. I played a little bit of Destiny again with uh, with Chase, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Destiny has crossplay. Yeah. Um, but you have to have a, like a specific name for people to look for you for the crossplay stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know that my name is generic, just guardian number 4722 or some shit like that because of letters in my name? Because the letters in because of the letters in G E R is in my name. My name cannot be used for crossplay oh, yeah. <laughs> on Destiny, but like, yo, your algorithm can't figure out that my the the second part of my name is Finger, but N G E R doesn't work for Destiny. You're trying to get over on the game. I see what you're trying to do. Yeah, they can't re- they can't recognize Finger, and that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. So, yeah, that sucks. You can review the show on Podchaser and then copy and paste that in the Apple Podcast and then copy and paste that in the Good Pods. Also, thanks to each and every one of y'all that are checking us out on Good Pods. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, keep you- sending us tweets. I love the interaction. Me too. It's dope. Uh, I still don't think we're at the place where we can read Andrea's email. <laughs>
Like she sent us an email that is so far in the future that every time we do an episode, I got to go and read just the first part of it. And then when I see something that looks like a spoiler, I'm like, oop, not yet. I just want to tell you all that the name of the email is literally Cyril's hand puppet. I think who are we? Did we did we oh we got, we got there? Yes. Yeah, we did. We got through all of that. Okay, cool. Hey guys, I'm Andrea and I'm from Australia. I started watching Oz when I was pregnant with my son, but lost track of the show after he was born. I've always wanted to watch the whole series and was finally able to do so when I got the streaming service Paramount Plus a few weeks ago. Why is Oz on Paramount Plus? She's in Australia. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good point. My son is now 17 years old to give you an idea of how long I've waited to watch the series. So I finally binged it over a few weeks, loved it, but have no one to talk to about it. I was so happy when I found y'all's podcast. The analysis and commentary is spot on and entertaining. She means you, Brandon, and you, Scar. I'm just dope. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think of Cyril's hand puppet. In particular, when the, when the puppet starts talking back to Cyril in a deep voice. <laughs> what you have to remember is that this is about power. You cannot let these people take your power away from you. You are remember, the center Cyril, of the world. You are the center of the universe. Oh, the universe. What the fuck you looking at? <laughs> you are the sunshine of my life. That is the part. The, the fuck are you looking at? Like, yo, dog, chill. <laughs> so check this out. Check this out. Andrew says, I laughed so much at that scene and wanted to know why the puppet is a genius. But Cyril is still developmentally disabled. <laughs> That's the question. That's an excellent question. Sister Peter Marie will later say Cyril developed an alternate personality for the puppet, but that doesn't explain how the puppet is smarter than Cyril. <laughs> That's a good point. That's another great point. No, I'm telling you, there is a scene. I don't know when the scene is. There is a scene coming up where it's like, what the fuck is happening here? It's a like, it's a fucking, I don't know which, I don't know what the fuck you call it. Is it, is it, um, fuck, what is the name of that movie with the, with the guy has a split personality? Me, myself, and Irene? No. Um, no. Um, split. No, 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 no. In uh, Tyler Durden. Oh, Fight Club. Yeah, it, there's like there's like a Fight Club scene that's coming, and it's like the weirdest fucking thing ever with Cyril, and it's one hundred percent a Fight Club scene. You know what, y'all? Uh, before I go back to this email, I just want to point out that I just noticed for the first time just now that Robson that Robson got Jericho'd because the walls came tumbling down. No, the walls got dug out. That nigga got <laughs> that nigga got Agamemnon. He got mold. <laughs> this isn't funny. I'm sorry. So, um, also, is it possible if we name the season the episode of our playlist? I'm so sorry. I I just I never even thought to do it, 
I just be, the reason why I never put the season and the episode into the name of the show is because I have them sequenced. So then when you look at the show on the return to Oswald feed, it shows up by uh, it shows up in order no matter how you do it. But because we have it on hindsight as well and single simulcast, I really should have done that and I'd be remiss. So I'm going to go back and uh, think about editing those titles i'm gonna think about it i ain't gonna do it immediately because that's a lot of fucking work but i am <laughs> going to dwell on it <laughs> and i probably will do it but that's a lot of fucking work um because when uh she gets spotify to listen from first podcast to last sometimes she falls asleep listening and it keeps playing so the next day when she tried to figure out what was the last episode she was on it's hard to work out from the description rather than the episode and series number also, what I did do is I stopped putting the show notes. Like I used to say, this is what we talked about. And I would never say what the fucking show episode number was in the show notes, but now I say it in the show notes. So, yeah, hey, that's on know, me. That's you know, when I, when I get sleepy and I'm listening to podcasts, which is extremely rare, I just go ahead and put my sleep timer on so the shit could just stop. <laughs> but I know, I know I got like a good half an hour from now. You know what? I feel you because everybody has that moment where you could feel yourself getting droopy. And then it's like, do I want to keep trying to do this or am I going to stop? Yeah. I, I fall asleep watching YouTube a lot. I watch a lot of YouTube. So I just start, I, I turn my autoplay off mm -hmm. because there's been times where I've been sitting on my couch and I wake up like three or four hours later. <laughs> I don't watch all kinds of shit. <laughs> that is to me all the time. Yeah. So Especially I turn because I got I, YouTube premium. So I can, my phone too. can be off and it's still playing and shit. Yep, me too. And that's why that's why I turn my autoplay off on everything. So now, I, so now, if I fall asleep, I know where I fell asleep at. I just turn off the TV. Now nah, I fall asleep on the couch all the time. I don't, but I understand how you could. Like it's okay. It's just I I watch TV in my bed, so there's no chance of me falling asleep on the couch. Yeah, I never watch TV in here. It saves time, which is why what show? Oh, that was Idiocracy, where them niggas, the Barca lounger was also the toilet. <laughs> We're saving time, people. Not sure what you is, but <laughs> um, thank y'all so much for listening. If you Hold want up. to donate to the show, you can donate at um. Patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast uh, or on the Good Pods app. You can uh, donate at the tip jar. Um, you can also, as Andrea did, and thank you so much, we greatly appreciate her. Like she has a YouTube page, y'all. So go and look for Dr. underscore Ange, that's A N J 77. And she does a podcast on mental health, which is really spectacular. I think, uh, I think uh, probably on the next episode we should probably read her other email because it's it doesn't spoil anything that i'm aware of okay and i'm i'm an asshole because i i got you sent me the email while i was at work and i 100 intended to respond to the the email and i completely forgot until just now as y'all hear we do strive to respond to the emails that we get from listeners like we as much as we hated this last season and the season before it and probably half of the season before that we love talking with y'all and making fun about this shit yes absolutely 
Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to the Twitter squad. Yes, very much so. Y'all some lifers like a motherfucker. Um, but again, thank y'all so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, uh, we're gonna holler at you later. What were you gonna close, say, Scar? Close, close the show. Hit the uh, hit that Martin Montgomery real real fast for Joe. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Martin Montgomery. Yes, son. What the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> we have we have to admit that um we have to admit that list of the favorite of our list of the favorite no because that's uh, from a different season that's from a different season so okay so, so what we do is we amass we didn't do it for the first couple seasons which i'm sorry because if we had no i think we did because this was the winner of the first season fuck you guys or whatever season i started doing sound bites yes um and then jackson Bayhew. um but yeah, no, Joe came out and said that his favorite is Martin Montgomery. But in second for him was, hey, it's Franklin. <laughs> I don't know how that, I don't know how that's second. Now, it's funny, but <laughs> Saeed mumbling is the second one. Like, come on, what are we doing? Well, actually, that's first for me. Uh, it's not first for me. Neither one of them are first for me. It's not even Jericho. Um, it is literally... Um, jive ass niggas. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Jive ass niggas. What I hate, jive ass niggas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. All right, when this when this shit is over in a few weeks, we have to go through and we have to list our favorite clips. Okay, right, for sure. Do, That's a good idea. For sure. Yeah. All right, we add that. And there's a couple that I have that I never actually made into clips yet. Um, that's what happened with the, um, with the Jericho one, like in the walls came tumbling down. I never fully made it into a sound clip. That's why you don't hear it as often as you should. Uh, when we talk about how you can't find the spoon, y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. That's me. Fucking role model. This is single simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.